Oh, and welcome to the 173rd edition of the Guna Podcast. This is your host, Kevin Witcher, and we are back after a month's hiatus due to my good self spending 17 days abroad during April. We are recording this on the Tuesday evening after Arsenal's final Premier League outing of the season, the 3-1 victory over Burnley. There is, of course, one further fixture for the team to play before they go on their holes or join up with their international colleagues but more of that later. First up, as the panel is made up of regular guests, the briefest of intros. To start with, our spiritual godfather, the founder and original editor of The Gooner, it is a warm welcome to back to Mr Mike Francis. Good evening. Next, the man who does our media duties, although The Gooner is less in demand these days with all the competition from the likes of Arsenal Fan TV and various other blogs and podcasts gaining credence. Nevertheless, it is hello to Mr. David Udo. Yes, fam. Evening, fam. And last but not least, for the first time in several seasons, he's managed a complete campaign without missing a single issue of the Gooner with his spy column. I didn't realise that. It's a good evening (laughs) to the man we know as Mr. Steve Ashford. Hello there. (laughs) Right, gentlemen. um, Let's start with Baku. All right. I love that second album. <laughs> um, <coughs> so, I mean, firstly, let's put our cards on the table. We already know, but we've got to tell the listeners. None of us are going. None of us no. are going. No. Um, and it is, it is inconvenience. It is financial. Well, a bit of everything. A bit of everything. <clears throat> I mean, like, I've, I've not completely given up. But, I'm not going, <laughs> but, but I've kind of said I'm not going. Um, unless some miracle happens. But yeah, I mean, for me, the cost is just ridiculous, you know, especially when you know, you know your season ticket's just around the corner. Um, the logistics of getting there, the pl- you know, the distance of travelling is crazy. I've got the, I'm on holiday the two weeks after, so it would mean another week off work, which really wouldn't go down well. And then I was saying that earlier, um, the opposition just don't really fill me with, with joy. I don't, I'm not sure I want to spend... 24 hours in the company of Chelsea fans in a foreign city. A uh, combination of all those. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the unthinkable that could still happen three days later. Well, that's got nothing to do with you making the trip. It has. Because oh. I, could, I couldn't enjoy winning in Baku knowing what was potentially around the corner. Yeah. So, yeah. It'd be so you get stuck in, you'd be halfway over and get stuck in Madrid on the night. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't if, even if I had the money, I wouldn't go on principle mm. because I don't think it should be in Asia in the first place. Is is Azerbaijan <clears throat> in it's Asia? It's as near as David to Asia. It's Istanbul, Istanbul is on the is the border of the Europe, Europe and Asia, isn't it? Yeah. And it's another five hundred miles. It east. is further east than Baghdad and Iran yeah. as well. <laughs> so yeah. why am I going to a European final further east than Iran and Iraq? And it, it, it shouldn't be there. So, I mean, I know people that are paying thousands to get there. And even if I had that sort of money, I still wouldn't go on principle. Mm. In an idea well, well. world, our club would be commercially involved with the second wealthiest air firm, airline in the world um, that somehow happened to be based halfway between here and Baku. And they had such a massive fleet of planes, they could maybe do a couple, uh, put a couple on at, at a profit rate, you know, just to get three and a half thousand of us over there. But, you know, that kind of thing. Wait a minute. 
never happened, but many yeah. thanks to Amrits for, for nothing. It'd still be a grand though, it'd still be a grand ahead. Uh, uh, I mean, one of the things options are doing it for a grand ahead. One can afford that anyway. One of the things about Emirates Airline <coughs> is that they are run at a loss. Yeah. For the simple reason they can afford to be, <laughs> and it's a prestige thing. Uh, I've flown on, on half empty, well, more than half empty Emirates flights. I mean, they, they, they don't have to run so many flights for the demand, but they mm. just do. <laughs> um, so they could step in. But it would set a precedent for them because they're involved with a lot of teams around Europe. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. Uh, you know, they might have to think about that. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to <coughs> take it on the gym, watch it in a pub, watch it. It's not even on the Emirates, is it? Because of the Practice building, the building works, yeah. going on around the club level. Is that the reason the Burnley game wasn't screened on uh, Sunday? Possibly. They've, they have already started the building. Yeah, they started it after yeah. the last home game. Yeah. So that could be one. Of the, well, there's nothing riding on that Burnley game. So. Was anyone able to catch a stream of the Burnley game? No. no. no oh, interesting about streams. Um, something that's not actually advertised in this country, which is very, which is very true. Um, as, whilst everyone thinks the Champions League is only going to be and uh, the Europa League are only available on BT Sport, um, it's unadvertised due to some of the terms of the commercial deal between UEFA and the broadcast in this country. It's actually available as a free stream on YouTube all around this country. So all of you who don't have BT Sport can watch it home on YouTube. Uh, that was definitely what, the for case. For the final? Yeah, for the final. Yeah. Definitely the case. The BT are free, free to air as well. Oh, what? For the final. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They're doing that to get it past the YouTube thing. Ignore me completely, sorry. Okay. No, the last year's Champions League final was definitely on YouTube. <coughs> Why would anyone want to watch the final one? Well, it's a Pandora's box, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there is the potential joy of watching Spurs lose. I know you don't like Liverpool, but come on. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Is, I think we're all backing them for think. the night. Well, well, for the day was the chant in Valencia last week. All I know is Sophie had an easier choice than we've got. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, if by some miracle Liverpool win, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah, how, you know, how is that a miracle? It'll be brilliant. How right? is that a miracle? How can the team that's finished second in the well, Premier League with 96 points and only lost one game all season can beat Spurs, whose best player is still injured? Yeah. No, no so it could just be that it's not Liverpool's season. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp has still to win a trophy <laughs> yeah. at Liverpool. Well, there's um, one thing. I think Klopp's lost his last five or six finals. Mm, so he's certainly yeah. due to win one. Law of averages. Sarri's lost his last two. Oh, is so right? is it third time lucky for him? Oh, okay. And how's Unai Emery? He keeps winning them with PSG. Yeah. He didn't have any yeah, problems there. He's won, won your open league enough times, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And he won a couple of finals for Paris as well, didn't he, when he was out there? Domestic, he won, won the all the domestic, domestic cups. The only yeah, thing he didn't win was the league in yeah. his first year. So has Emery ever lost the final, wherever he's been? Oh, good question. Good, good question. Yeah, I don't think he has, to be honest. The law of averages. No. He's, he's two oh, one then, doesn't God. he? It's worse, isn't it? The law of sod, as they call it. Yeah. Right, well, let's, let's think about the pitch now. And we've got a, an email from Tommy in Finland, who we both know Tommy very well. Finland, yeah. Hello, Tommy. Tommy. Um, we, we, saw, we saw him after the, uh, the Brighton game. Was Tommy the one that kissed your feet once in the pub? Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, that sort of Sorry, Tommy. Bill Shankly moment. <laughs> I will never forget. <laughs> I was not, I've forgotten that until he mentioned yeah. it. Uh, it's difficult for me to yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Tommy is where he's still trying to get the taste out of Tommy asks, which team would you pick for the Europa League final? So, I mean, the first question is obviously, do you play four or five at the back? I mean, Emery will surely pick. Got to be four. It's got to be three centre backs. Right, he will do. Although Monreal isn't really a centre back, but Monreal will play with the other two. So, you think he's going to drop Mustafi? It'll be, if everyone's fit, it'll be Socrates, 
Koscielny, Monreal. Would it be the team that started <coughs> in Valencia? Probably. Probably. Including Mezzard. Yeah, I would imagine so. What if uh, Aaron Ramsey's fit again? There's a strong chance he's going to be. Hang on a minute. This is new information because I read this is hamstring, this is a week ago. Yeah. His hamstring tear was so bad that he would not be recovering time. Aaron? Oh, the, the, I, I before on. the last home game, he came out <coughs> and said, I've played my last game for Arsenal. Did he did? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I know what you mean. But, but there's always this sort of, well, it's mm. still three weeks away sort of thing. You know? Unless it's one of those, everyone's saying he's definitely out, wink, wink to the audience, and then lo and behold, the day before, the Sun get hold of some top secret information. You know, who knows? All right, let's, let's live on Fantasy Island. Ramsey's <laughs> fit. Who does he come in for that started in Valencia? Zaka comes in for Zaka. Yeah, he, he can't come in for Urza mm. at 10. Yeah, you think you think he would play ahead of Özil against Chelsea? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I'd agree with that. Yeah. That's what you'd do. No, no. You think Emery would do it? I think Emery would do it. Yeah. Emery's not afraid of leaving Özil out. I mean, he's done it often enough this season. But the funny thing is, even Emery, in a final, I think the funny thing is a stat for for everyone. Every time Emery has played Özil, Ramsey, Aubameyang, and Lacazette in the same team. We've won every single match. Mm. Okay. So well, it's not only one. And, and <laughs> yeah, no, it's about yeah. seven times. It's not uh, often, but he has. And that stat was holding firm until Ramsey got injured in Napoli. Yeah. And my, it's my humble opinion that we collapsed in the league because Ramsey wasn't there mm. to get us over the line. Mm. I think if Ramsey hadn't got injured and missed those last eight league games yeah. or six league games, whatever it was, we would have got the three points that we needed to finish third. third. Yes. So I and and, and Ramsey Erzl, Aubameyang, Lacazette would have started a few of those games and we would have won. We're doing that with a three four one two, it would be Ramsey next to yeah. Chaka. So you'd have to play a back four to accommodate both or, Ramsey. Or drop Zaka. Or drop Terreira. No, 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 no. You drop Terreira or Granduzzi in in three four one two it would be uh, Ramsey next to Chaka in the middle with Erzl behind Aubameyang and Lacazette. Okay. Well, having said that, then I don't think he's ever going to not play that back three and two wing backs. So are we sure he's Chelsea? Are we sure he's going to play Czech? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. He will. I, I, should he? Yes. Absolutely. You think he should play Czech? Yeah, because that's what boys' own fantasy tales are made of. It, it, there is a bit of that, isn't there? It's, it's, there's a bit the of that. Sometimes football just throws up stories yeah. that have Czech a way of working out. The day. It's his last ever game for Arsenal. His last ever game. Is it as true a he's got a job next season? Supposedly, he's been offered one, but we're not going to take it or not. A I'm job not at sure. Chelsea. Right? He's got a single coming out next week. He's recorded with Roger Taylor from Queen. Go on, what is yeah. it? For real? Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's not a joke. No, it's not a joke. No, it's something like oh, it's something to do with football. And it's, it's a charity it's, single. But it's, it's, we are the champions on the B side. Uh, <laughs> we are not the champions. Yeah, remix. Right. Um, no, it's no, Jeff definitely is. But wouldn't it just be fantastic though? Check captain for the night, walks up the steps, picks the trophy up. But hang on, Koscielny oh, will be the captain. Yeah, should we check a sentimental captain? No, no, absolutely not. I don't think Emery does sentiment. Okay. To be honest. In that case, then they'll both have to pick a cup up. No, they won't. Koscielny is the club captain. Yeah. Koscielny will lift a trophy, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Only um, time I've seen is like when we were on the FA Cup, when we went through that, that weird set of seasons where the first team captain was injured for the entire season. It happened twice in yeah. a row, didn't it? Yeah. And Firstly, was, was it Romano? Romano, yeah. And then, was it Arteta was injured? I can't remember. Yeah, yes. Get, yeah, it was Mirza Saka on the second occasion, lift, or Lawrence, uh, lifting the cup with the actual club captain, yeah, yeah, yeah. hobbling up in their suit. <laughs> Funny though, Romano's on a free transfer this summer, by the way. 
Ooh. Oh, from Barcelona, yeah. Well, it's worked out well then, hasn't it? Played a lot. It's, it's a There's a reason term. why it doesn't get in the Barcelona team. It season. seems to me Barcelona haven't learnt you shouldn't buy Arsenal players because it's not going to work no, out. Absolutely. <laughs> I suppose you could argue on Thierry Henry did okay. Mm. But the rest. Uh, Probably did enough. What about this worrying rumour that they're after Lacazette? A bit worrying, that one. Yeah, that's. Because if they, if they put the right money on the table, who's to say Cronky won't turn it down? Well, and the other one was. was uh, Zidane supposedly expressed an interest in the Bamiyang. Who is? Uh, Zidane at Real Madrid. Really? Yeah, the thing is, yeah, Bamiyang's right. 30-31 now. I mean, if we can get the money we paid for him back from an economical point of view, there's no way we'd turn that deal down. Well, does... does Sorry, are you staying cronky? I was, I was economical just, just <laughs> reading the vibe from the board, that's, that's, which, which I'm also getting, because let's face it, gentlemen, the Aaron Ramsey withdrawal of contract offer Okay. Now I've been told that the offer on the table was actually somewhere around about two hundred and fifty a week. Bloody hell! Okay. Um, and as soon as Ivan Gazidis left, it was taken away. Now, obviously, you've got to ask why they didn't. Ramsey's people didn't agree to it before that, but suddenly it wasn't there anymore, which indicates a policy of. We're not going to take chances financially after the last two seasons when we've been paying a lot of wages, Champions League level wages, without Champions League level income. So, are we now once again a selling club? I don't know. I think I think the thing with Ramsey, and I, I, I don't know whether it. Worked, I mean, I'll take your word for it. It was around the time Gazidis left, um, but I think the thing with Ramsey, and I think I probably said it on this podcast earlier in the season, was that we know. Emery had had three months under the, under the table by then, has had other people in the footballing network at the club, and gone, shit, we're going to have to do some serious rebuilding next summer, especially in defence. We can't afford to pay 600 grand a week for two players who, Steve stat aside, can't play in the same team. Or if they can, it's kind of a, we're accommodating them rather than playing them. And Ozil we can't get rid of because the contract we gave him 12 months ago or 18 months ago now. And therefore we had to withdraw the offer for Ramsey because we we're going to need to spend that money elsewhere. You could get three good players in terms of wages yeah. for what they were going to offer. I think if you look at it purely from that point of view, there is a story. You, 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 I, I kind of agree with the logic. You know, I don't like saying that because I yeah. like Ramsey as a player. And, he, but, he, and let's be fair, Ramsey only ever does two months without getting a serious injury. As it's been proved this season, yes. I think this is his second hamstring this season. Well, and the, the final tear, the one that he did against Napoli, you could argue, cost us third place. If we get someone else next year, hopefully he won't be so prone to torn hamstrings. Well, someone actually told me <coughs> that when Wilshire left, apparently in that time, Wilshire played more games than Ramsey. Yeah. Obviously, Ramsey had the broken leg, yeah. Yeah, so he missed a season there. But overall, he, he has had repeat oh, absences. God, yes. I mean, you know that Ramsey's never going to give you four, five, six months on the trot without breaking down. In the last six or seven years, since he got that injury, he's broken down every single season. Now, is that the player, or is it the treatment he gets from the medical team certainly would have been the treatment he got because let's face the medical and the training team we had during um, during Wenger times when it all got out of date I suppose about eight nine years ago whenever our players got injured it was always two weeks and two weeks became the season mm. I mean we're losing mm. players all the time so I, I don't unless it's got to Ramsey 
you know, um, um, psychologically, I suppose, in the sense he gets a bit worried and, and gets overly paranoid about injuries, but I don't think so. I mean, I think that when he goes to Juventus next season, I don't think you'll see the guy getting injured. I don't know, I think you probably will. Well, it'll be, I mean, interesting. Wilshere, it'll be interesting to see the We've got rid of Wilshere on the basis he was always injured, and he's been always injured this year as well. Yeah, the thing but is, there's that? a difference between going to Turin and playing in Serie A than there is going three miles up the road to the Olympic Stadium. I suppose there'll be less, it'll be less of a stressful time for him, I suppose. Won't be, he won't be getting hammered every time he gets the ball, like he does in the Premier League. I will say this, I'm not particularly, these days... Um, Motivated by the idea of watching Italian football. No, but no. next season I, I am going to be interested to see. But mind you, Ramsey's in, injuries aren't um, impact-based, are they? They're all muscle tears muscles, and muscles. Yeah. 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 So whether he's playing for Juventus or Arsenal, if the muscle's going to go, it's going to go. Yeah, but the, but the point is, you know, there is there is an element of how he's prepared for matches, yeah. and what they do with him, and and how they monitor him yeah. that will dictate whether or not. He's put in a position where he risks injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at Van Persie when he left us. He got injury after injury with us. The one full season he had was his best season. Unfortunately, the Pazantapelms went near his contract and we had to let him go to Manchester United. But I don't think he got an injury after he left us. Yeah. And that, that was when he was turning 30. Yeah. So yeah. He, he did miss a few games for United that season, but you're right, it wasn't the, the, the length of yeah. absence. It wasn't two weeks coming, two months yeah. coming half the season. Yeah. There is a rumour that um, Emery pulled the plug on uh, Ramsey's contract. And it wasn't the club at all. It was I don't think he's got any say over players' contracts at all. <laughs> I'm, he's not, the I'm head sure he gets involved in the wages. I can see again going back to the point. I can see him going, "Look, I'm going to want to do this, this, and this next year. You've got to find me the money." Yeah. And they went, "Well, that will mean we can't give Ramsey the contract." I could then see him saying, "Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I've got uh, I've yeah. got Urza who you can't get rid of for me." So yeah, I don't like could it, but I will accept, I'll, I'll yeah. accept yeah. it. I can I could definitely see that pattern. Agreed. Yeah, could be that. No. In your, sorry, I'll ask your question quickly. I think ultimately we are a selling club now, and part of the reason why we've got Guendouzi and we're willing to, willing to play him as much as we can is, is if he has like another another couple of good years, we get him on that five year deal, and we get um, a close to nine figure sum offer from PSG. We'll we'll drive him there. A nine figure sum. <laughs> well, we'll well, no, 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 no. no, no let's face million. it. How crazy was it when Gareth Bale went for eighty million pounds uh, to Real Madrid a few years ago, and that was the world record? Now eighty is quite regular. Yeah, you well, know, yeah, this, this is the stupid in, money. In two, isn't three it? years' you know, time, got, sorry, Coutinho was what one hundred and twenty. One hundred and fifty. I didn't realise. Moussa Dembélé went all whoever it was. Ismaili Dembélé, yeah, it was one hundred and twenty-five. Absolutely. Us getting hundred million for Guendouzi in two, three years' time. Just mental, man. Right. Well, we'll see. Whether we should know that we'll talk about if we get onto transfer targets. Yeah. We'll what? see whether we're, we're selling. We're not in the league for the idiot then. <laughs> because if those bids do come in for Aubameyang and Lacazette, we'll see whether we sell them. Well, I, I, I can't believe we'd sell both. But whoever buys them must realise they come as a pair. If you they both play better as a pair, it makes common sense, to, uh, weirdly, to sell Aubameyang despite being our top scorer because he's thirty thirty one. Um, and if we, if we can get uh, in excess of what the 56 we paid for him mm. you know the club not me not I, I want to keep him until he retires he's, he's, he's been our, our best out and out centre forward since uh, the Henri days which okay not very uh, since the Van Persie days actually in fairness but um, you know in common sense I mean I know that the club would sell him if we got a big offer for him right okay now the um there are four teams in the two European finals, and the team that won the title isn't one of them. Do we actually think that the um, English football has genuinely improved, or is this a bit of a fluke? 
it's the Premier League, isn't it? The Premier League, is, we've always said. I mean, journalists, media, I think because of the TV money that comes into it and the amount of money that the team yeah, has spent. Barcelona and Real Madrid have yeah. got more money than everyone except Manchester United. True. But, the, but, but we can now compete with Barcelona and Real Madrid mm. um, because the Premier League is the strongest. And those six teams at the top of the Premier League and probably teams like Leicester, Wolves, Everton, um, they could probably give most teams in the Champions League, maybe not Barcelona, but most teams in the Champions League and certainly the Europa League, a run for their money. Um, this year, I think fitness told a lot in the semi-finals. Thought against Ajax, Ajax were technically a better team than Spurs, but when it got to the second half of the second game, for some unknown reason, Ajax's legs went. Probably because they're playing the equivalent of Championship football out in Ajax every week. Spurs aren't. Spurs are used to being tested by Everton and Wolves and excellent sides every week. Um, and I think fitness told, and at the end of the day, the class told. Uh, same with Liverpool they, this is the second year running there in the Champions League final and that's no accident or coincidence they are a bloody good side I think you're right I mean I think about, about the teams that they're used to playing week in week out you know Barcelona don't get you know they don't get the competition every week in the yeah. Spanish league yeah. and you know you knew as soon as Liverpool got back well in fact as soon as they got back to 3-2 certainly let alone 3-0 Barcelona didn't know where to go. They didn't know. Yeah. They, they're not used to dealing with that sort no. of thing. You no. know, if the team gets a goal against them, they just go, "Yeah, all right, we're going to go and go get free at the other end." Yeah. You know? yeah. But against Liverpool, that wasn't going to happen, and they did not know how to cope. They had no no, no plan B. No, combination was... of coaching and money, to be completely honest. I mean, we are the biggest spelling, biggest, biggest uh, sorry, the most expensive selling sports selling franchise in the world, save for NFL, I believe, the Premier League. Uh, and as a result, the money is then recycled through the clubs. There's more money to spend on players. Uh, that attracts coaches, because it's like playing a game of championship manager on the computer or fancy football, because I want this player from there, this player from here. I mean, look at Mourinho, he spent £50 million on a guy called Fred. I still think he was trying to buy the guy from First Dates, who runs the restaurant. Um, <laughs> But you know that. Look, but, but ultimately, if you look at the coaching, I mean, uh, Pochettino, Guardiola, Klopp, Xavi, who was exceptional in Napoli, Emery, um, who I still think is is the long term thing we do have to keep an eye on. You've got five absolutely brilliant coaches there. I mean, can anyone name the coach of Barcelona? No. Could anyone name the two coaches? Valverde. Of, um, sorry, isn't it Valverde? Valverde. Uh, oh, Ernesto Valverde. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's not a big name, though, is it? I mean, Zidane, only, uh, I can't uh, remember the guy who, uh, who was poached from the Spanish national team, who was no good, has been re-replaced by Zidane. Um, yeah. England is the place to go. It's attractive. Well, if you go down further down the Premier League, below Emery, you've then got um, the Man United guy, who's not a manager, by the way, and will not see the start of next season. You think they'll sack him? Yeah. They'll before the start of the season. I mean, I'm like, wow. he's got about as much charisma as a... You know, the, I, I won't say it. I think they will, they will give him the start they of the season, the and they might sack him in November. It's Di Matteo Part Two. I mean, except Di Matteo won the Champions League. Oh Christ! And you know, Solskjaer was in the Champions League. No, you see the point I'm making, though, in the sense that I mean, Chelsea, as we Manchester United now, like Chelsea were when Terry and Lampard were essentially running the team. Players like Pogba and Rashford, apparently, are the big names saying, "I don't like the manager. Get rid of him. Otherwise, I'll go." And I'm the man who sells your shirts. And Woodward, who knows nothing about football apart from the EBITDA. We'll quite happily get rid of him. So, I mean, uh, if Pochettino does that, God forbid, notwithstanding that, the fact he's not bought a player for 18 months 
Um, the last player he bought was a, an Emery reject oh, well, called uh, Louis Lucas Moura. That's it. Did all right. Um, you know, uh, so Pochettino, he, he, I think he'll wait and see how this summer goes. If Spurs are allowed to buy any players, he'll see how that starts. But as soon as Man United come knocking for him, he'll go. You think Pochettino yeah. will go to Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Offered the job, yes. Because United are a bigger club than Spurs, regardless of this new stadium. Regardless of, heaven forbid, they win the Champions League. Um, Man United will always be a bigger club than Spurs. If he gets that off, the offer of that job, he'll go. But hang on, hang on. I'm going to have to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. You know, one thing Pochettino has got at Spurs is a project that he has built. Yeah. You know, and most of the players are on board. Okay, he might lose Ericsson. Yeah. He might lose Alderweireld. Um, but this, what seems to happen is he finds, from their own ranks, youngsters who can come in, or they do buy astutely. Yeah. And he's, Brilliant. you know, he's got some Champions League final with Brilliant. Tottenham. Yeah, fantastic. If he went to Manchester United, yes, he, because rumour has it they're even bigger than Barcelona. <laughs> okay, with the right manager, i.e., Pochettino, Man United would have that ambition with him would would be to overtake Barcelona, and what a challenge that would be for Pochettino. He'd have more Who money. He'd have more money to spend at Manchester United than any club in this country, save for maybe City. Um, mm. So, if he can do what he's done at Spurs with nothing to do. And he goes to, goes to Manchester United and, you know... Hmm. It's a bit wonderful. <coughs> you, you think he'll go if he's offered the job? Well, depending on how the summer goes. I mean, if, God forbid, that happens and they get the, the, the prize money and they can attract more, it also depends on the terms of their mortgage. I mean... But he's I, already, I, he's I, already said if they, if they win, he... He, he take it as far as he can yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think the, the well, Spurs he could, he could win in the Premier League that's still to well, be well he obviously doesn't feel that's achievable Solskjaer for Pochettino well, that's no, a good deal won't happen um, the, the, the thing is it's yeah it, I don't think he's in the in the Spurs mortgage in the way that Wenger was I don't think that that's a myth by the way you reckon yeah 100% it's something Arsenal liked to oh, right, okay. put out there but I'm not convinced it was for real okay well, so um, thank you very much right. sorry I'm just getting sorry, sorry, a glass of wine there by one of my <laughs> panellists uh, yeah, this makes for great so that, uh, as I was saying okay, if you go further down the Premier League you've got that Santos guy at Wolves who's very well respected yes okay then you've got Rogers at Leicester then, ah, come on oh, no. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's, well, he's, he's respected Right. And then you've got the guy at um, oh yeah, uh, Everton, who's won titles at Greece, and it, again is very well respected. <clears throat> so yeah. all the top managers are in the Premier League. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let's, looking for one. let's just briefly, for amusement purposes only, discuss the news that Manchester City yeah. might be banned from yeah. the Champions League. Not this year, though. Next year for a, for a season. Yeah, yeah. they're going to appeal it. Obviously, from go through the legal processes, but. How does that make you feel? I mean, you know, they have cheated. We know they've cheated. Of course they've cheated. Um, but, you know, I mean, do you think UEFA have got the balls to do it? Yeah, no. because it's an English club, absolutely. Right, OK. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, carry on from that then, David. Are Chelsea going to have their ban, you know, um, maintained, or are they going to get that overturned? The question that Kev asked is, are UEFA going to ban it? Yes. Are yeah. they going to appeal it all the way to the Court of Arbitration for Sport, which is if you shout loudly, they'll bend over straight away. This is what Chelsea are going to do. Their ban's going to be uplifted by the Court of Arbitration for Sport. 
same as Man City. And, and so uh, Chelsea's appeal will go in quickly enough for them to take part in this summer's transfer. I'm not, they've just had their appeal rejected by UEFA. Mm. Now I don't know what the turnaround for CAS is. Right. But I, I know that if you shout at them, they'll, they'll do whatever you want. Right. <laughs> so there's a, guarantee there's a point in having FFP then? Well, it doesn't really. look like it's... <laughs> If the court arbitration is just going to turn it down, I mean, Platini didn't have a a problem when Paris Saint Germain were taken over uh, by. um, Well, uh, they did get they did get sanctions, didn't they? But their sanctions were you can only have a twenty-one man squad in the Champions League instead of twenty whatever twenty-five. Actually, City got that as well. Yeah, City got that. This this, because this is their second offence allegedly. Yeah, so we, I don't know whether I'm meant to say allegedly or not. So <laughs> I thought maybe you say. Well, no, it's no. the second offence they've been charged with. Uh, put it that way. But um, yeah, I mean, there's no there's no question they've been bending the rules allegedly. Okay. Um, now, I mean, you talked about Man United and money. All right. <clears throat> Should that give us hope? Because Arsenal finished above Man United with all their resources. Is it inevitable that money wins? In other words, Liverpool and Tottenham are operating on not dissimilar budgets from Arsenal. Well, it's what we were saying earlier. It's, it's, it's the Premier League has all the best managers. So with all that money and the best managers, that is going to prevail. So basically, let's get down to what David was talking about, which is Unai Emery's... Tactics. Well, I mean, is he the man? You've got to give him time. You've got to give him time. But hang on, David. We've seen that defence for a season. Now, are you telling me you cannot do anything with that those those players? I think he's done Pretty as much. much yeah. He's done as much as he can. Right. Yeah, and I, th- I think again, it's something that we've mentioned in a previous podcast. Is there's been very little consistency in the back because of injuries at different times. You know, Bellerin's been out. Um, you know, Holding's been out. Holding's been out. Welbeck's been out. Welbeck probably wouldn't have helped the defence. <laughs> but, but okay, yeah, good point. Um, you know, and I just think he's not really been given the tools to work with for a consistent length of time. And you know, we, we, Koscielny clearly can't last ninety minutes anymore. Very rarely, certainly can't last ninety minutes twice in a week. And that means we have to then bring in somebody like Mustafi, who you know we all know is a bit of a liability. Although he did have quite a good game at Burnley, I thought. Do you, do you, know, do you know what with Mustafi? Uh, what, would you, could you, why was Mavrapanos taken off early? Was he, he pulled something? Didn't he? Yeah, he pulled something. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. Do you know what that that, that Mavrapanos, Mavrapanos, however you say it, mm. he is such a lightweight. He's been injured for most of this season with a groin strain. Mm. I think he's had three comebacks mm. every time he's had to go off with another injury. He's worrying, isn't it? But the last season, when when he played, I I thought he looks quite good. He looks like a proper defender, you know. And he's young; he can learn. But he even got sent off on the last game last year against Leicester. Leicester. He's never done ninety minutes then. He was Mislintat's first signing, wasn't he? But he didn't cost much, did he? That's it. Wenger said, "I'm going to send him on loan straight away." (laughs) He saw in the first training session. He said, "All right, you're on the bench." (laughs) I personally would send him on loan in the summer. I would. Because he needs to prove that he can play without getting injured every single week. I'm just going to throw this in. Would you have Callum Chambers back? Good, good question, Callum. He only joined Fulham yeah. alone at the last minute, didn't he? He played in the pre-season friendlies and everything. Good so question. I, I, think, I think it would. I mean, yeah. I still think he'd probably only be a squad player, but... 
It'll be an improvement no, on lot, Jenkinson. Knowing how often we, we get injuries, I'm told we'll probably need a score. It'll be an improvement on Zaka as well. And, and is there a, like, you know, the, the whole homegrown player rule yeah. as well? Well, one thing about probably. him is he's been, he's been saying for God knows how long that his, his long term position would be as a defensive midfielder, and he's played the second half of the season in that position for Fulham. And um, I've read nothing but praise for him. He's been yeah. a lot better in that position at the back. So why, fans why, quite why, yeah, why don't we get him back? And then we've got a right back, a centre back, and a defensive midfielder all in one bloke. And he's yeah, a well, I'm not player. sure how good he is at right back. Yeah. That's it. It'll be an improvement on Jenko. <laughs> well, Jenkins has got a year left, I think. Hasn't oh, he? really? I believe so. It's the last of the The thing is, it'll be like Steve Bold who uses last year his contract right, when he cones out or whatever. I'm going to take you back. There was that picture of the five. UK <laughs> signings. Theo yeah. wasn't in there because he was still negotiating hard. But it was Ramsey, gone. Wilshire, gone. Gibbs, gone. Jenkinson, yeah. And the Ox, the, the Ox, Ox. gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Just Jenko remains from the great British <laughs> um, future. Um, <laughs> do, do, do you know what? When, when we sold the Ox for forty million, everyone's going, "What are we selling him for? Why is it? Why, why, why are we selling the Ox? Best player." He was always blooming injured, always flipping injured. What's, what's Every flipping week injured. We sell him, what happens? He misses a season and a half. <laughs> Fucking good riddance. If you he missed the, a season. He missed yeah. a season. If you look at the yeah. four left and the one that we've got remaining, if that was a TV programme, be the great British fucked off. <laughs> yeah. Wilshire, always fucking injured, good riddance. So, I mean, and I'm tempted to say the same with, with Ramsey. We'll see how he gets on next well, year. Well, Wilshire was injured this yeah. season yeah. as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Get rid of all these injured players. So, you know, maybe it's not just Arsenal. Yeah. Maybe it's the players. Yeah, it's the players. Yeah. So, going back to your question with regards to Emery and whatever coming in the summer yeah. season, sadly, we've been watching Arsenal for our lifetimes. Um, whereas Emery, I'm sure he knew a lot about it. He knew as much about Arsenal as the rest of us know about Barcelona. Uh, he knew as much about Arsenal as we all know about Barcelona in the sense that, sure, we get El Clasico or whatever, or whatever live football's on Sky Sports on a Saturday. Emery came in, and his first face-on-face communication with the players was uh, a year's worth of training. And what you see in some games is different to what you see in training. And he's basically, oh, I would have thought, he's going into this season thinking, I'm going to use this as an assessment for all the first-team squad. I'm going to burn them as much as I possibly can and get as much as I can out of them. And if, um, after my, uh, yeah, after I've done as much as you can, and you in the director's box are seeing Mustafi being booed every time he does something successful even these these laymen in the stands know that he's not very good he's got to go on a need defender so I, I would have thought going into this uh, this season's the judgmental season because now he can he's, he now understands fully who does and who doesn't work in his team well do you know what do, do you think Mustafi uh, because he gives the occasional penalty away because he had that mind aberration against Palace and got turned you know because he's got this awful habit of making terrible mistakes if if it's a big if he could just get them out of his game he's not a bad centre half <laughs> so if we leave yeah. it, and, it, and if I'm Kishelny, not a bad centre half if, if I can knock 20 years off my age and learn how to play Kishelny, I mean it's like he saved us on Saturday at Burnley throwing, in, throwing his body in front of goal bound shots but to if Kishelny's 33 Monreal's 33 Mavapanos is not there yet if we sell Mustafi as well as those ones, yeah, well, I, think I think the same problem with Mustafi as we've got with Ozil. We're not going to we probably be able to get, get, get rid of him anyway. Well, yeah. we very nearly got we very nearly got rid of him to Inter Milan two summers ago, but the last minute they wanted to, they changed it from a permanent deal to a loan deal with a fixed price uh, already set. 
Um, um, but we pulled out of it because we had to. It's no take them take yeah. all go home. I don't forget Mustafi is a pretty decent right back as well. I don't think pretty decent means what you think it means. He's less less of a liability there. I think that's yeah. how I put it. So you got, you guys would get rid of Mustafi. Yeah. Well, I, I've got to bring I, in. Yeah, I would. I've got to bring in a listener here because uh, it's a pertinent question. Um, and it's uh, Nick Cowan uh, for one of your Facebook uh, chums, David. How much of a loss do you think Arsenal will make on Mustafi? Do you even think the club will be able to move him on after his performance this year? I think that's the problem. Isn't it? So what do we pay? We pay thirty-five million for him, wouldn't it? Yeah. Is, is Would you pay fifteen for him now? Well, what's what's left on his deal? I mean, is he still on his original deal? Or did he get signing a new one? I don't recall. It's not because announced he signed a new one. So we probably probably would have got him for four years. Yeah. And how long has he been here now? Three, three, isn't he? So he might be in the last year of his deal. Oh no, he must have something there. So I'm yeah. sure we haven't read anything about he must it. Have signed last a new year. One. Well, right. I, I think we, we'll struggle to get anything near what we pay for him. I yes. mean, there was always the rumour, wasn't there, that Valencia couldn't believe their luck when we turned up with Fern. Was it Valencia? Yeah. yeah. Well, we could have we could have bought him half the price a couple of months before we finally. The thing paid is, the they money. felt so guilty they brought Gabriel off us. <laughs> yeah, he'll go, go somewhere else. He'll be the best centre back ever. Mm, okay. don't, don't forget, he's a World Cup winner. Oh, oh yeah, so is Mesut Ozil. <laughs> 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 it doesn't mean a lot. You don't. Mesut so Ozil is mental by being useless. Uh, okay. Uh, right, so that's Mustafi. Let's get on to transfers because we've got a lot of questions. Uh, two of them are about Ozil. Tommy from Finland again. Should Ozil be sold this summer? And Jonathan Hausman is getting rid of Ozil, the key to this summer's business. And will we will we be ruthless enough to do it? I think we will if somebody turns up and offers us to take him off our hands. Yeah. Whether we'll get much of a transfer fee for him, I don't know. Oh, it's a cut your losses. I remember I reading that Man United were prepared to do that with Alexis, actually. Mm. Uh, they yeah. were willing to pay him £13 million to go. I think anyone's hope... Well, Sanchez at Manchester United, same as us with Ozil. If anyone in China shows a degree of interest, then, you know... We'll we make it happen. But I, don't think, I don't think he could go to China. I don't think he's going to go. I, 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 I don't think he's going to go. He's very happy in London, reputedly. Yeah. Is that yeah. where he's got that hobby, hasn't he? Just, just go. Don't, don't even say anything okay. which is going to get us into trouble okay. with a lawyer. Please, David, you are a lawyer. I was talking about these sports cars. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Yeah, not ladies of the night. I not make any kind of suggestion. <laughs> yeah, but realistically, the only way we're going to get rid of Ursula was if we give him away. Yeah, I would have to still finance some <laughs> his, 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 um, his wages. So he's got two more years yeah. on the deal. Right. That's funny. Do you think. I mean, all right, we're talking about Emery as a manager. Do you think Emery can build a successful team around Ozil? Yeah. Oh. If it's a Saturday afternoon, nice weather, against a team in the bottom half of the division, and we get a goal in the first ten minutes, oh, he's, he's like watching the bastard love child of Pelé and Johan Cruyff. Did he? That's the thing, isn't it? He's still, he's still, we all know he's, he's still a very it. good player, but he, he needs to change of attitude and I, thought, I thought Emery was making progress to be honest why has he only got two assists he's, this year he's, he's had a better well because he's not played a great deal but he had a better, reasonably good second half of the season apart yeah. from the big games yeah. where he still goes missing what, what do, what do we think of Ozil in the away game at Valencia um, I didn't like his attitude when he got taken off no 
But uh, like that at all. But I was surprised he got taken off because he'd actually, I thought he'd created quite a lot of chances. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't see the stats. So If I was him being taken off for Makatari and I'd phone the Samaritans when I got yeah. off, that's a massive piss take. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it was all right in Valencia. Nothing special. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Nothing it, special. We could that's, the, that's the sort of game where you want him to be standout yeah. performer, isn't it? And, I'm not, I don't, and he wasn't. Yeah. But, I, I, but, I, I, but by his standards, I thought he was having an all right sort of game. That's, that's it. No, exactly. He, he definitely, he definitely was not. But I mean, I look at teams like Leicester and look at that James Madison and think, oh, mm. what I wouldn't give to have James Madison instead of Özil. Mm. You know, and he's not the only one. There's other players besides him. But Madison would be the number one choice. It would be fantastic. Because he's he's got more assists than anyone else in the Premier League. Has he really? Yeah. Blimey. Well, no. Then he create he cre- he was the only player that created more than a hundred goal scoring opportunities. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Which, well, well, let's get him three hundred points. We can get him. Yeah, but you know, you're not are you? I mean, no. you, that, that that's the problem is that money is tied up. Where, where were we? We were going from from Norwich last year for about twenty million. Where were we then? Well, the, that is the question about Arsenal scouting, yeah. and it's where the likes of Liverpool and Tottenham caught up with us spending less money in some some seasons through just the quality of their recruitment. Yeah. We've been buying Xhaka yeah. and Mustafi at thirty-five million a pop. Where were we when Robertson was leaving Hull for like five million? Well, we could and have McGuire we could easily have bought Van Dyke before he left so, for Southampton. Yeah. 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 You know, he was he was obviously a decent yeah. centre back, yeah. but Arson doesn't do centre back. No, not really interesting. Well, he signed from Celtic, didn't he? Originally, Van Dijk. Yeah, mm. so about six to seven million. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's uh, history now. Um, I'm going to do one from Simon Rose now. Let's look at the attack. Um, Simon says I've long rated Delafier, Neves, and Dunk as quality and realistic targets for Arsenal. Who does the panel see as quality, realistic Arsenal targets this summer? Is a, quote, new Welbeck third striker out there? I think I can summarise that as saying, who do you think we can afford to buy who you fancy? If we could buy one player this summer... Madison. Or Madison. If we could buy a second player besides Madison, it would be Dunk. Hmm. Lewis Dunk at Brighton. Right. What a centre-half he is. Right. that'd be better than anything we've got but the trouble is now they've got rid of Hewton the new manager's going to come in and is he going to be available But well everything we has its price yeah you know but Madison and Dunk would be my two first choice signings this summer if but money was no object yeah. is Dunk one of the few young English and halves who hasn't been capped by Southgate yet I think he has been he has, right. capped yeah, once yeah, I he? think he's been capped once yeah, yeah. I've got a vague but Duffy's not bad either Cole Jenkins has got capped who's he playing for Duffy right. he's oh the other one now. Yeah. Okay, Duffy's alright right. as well if you can't get him right. Any, nice anybody else I don't know I mean I, I, I had to put it up because I, I knew this question was going to come up and I was like hey, God, I haven't got any ideas so I, I put it out to my WhatsApp group and that uh, the first name that came back was uh, Fraser, Ryan Fraser yeah, at, at Bournemouth, oh, that we have been linked yeah. with. Down to his penultimate year. And he is a winger, mm. um, which he's is dangerous. allegedly where we, where, we, where, well, where we could definitely do with someone. So that, that's a possibility. The other name that came up that I, I, I'd actually said to someone last week was, uh, uh, is it Fabian Shah at Newcastle, the, who's been playing right back, yeah, this yeah, sort of yeah, centre-back. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. An atta- he's an attacking defender. I'm not sure oh. I want an attacking defender I want a defending defender but, <laughs> oh. but I th- he has impressed he's made Shearer eventually my match of the day he's made some really good runs oh, Shearer on said he had, like, we have to keep Shaw at Newcastle for next season 
So we're obviously writing it. Yeah. yeah. Which Welshman was that? <laughs> David, any particular names? Um, a proper British centre-half would be nice. Ben Mee or James Tarkovsky of Burnley. Uh, next, learning from Koscielny in his last year. That would be ideal. Mm. Not Dunk? Mm. Nah, not for me. Just, that's just a personal thing. Just yeah. Personal. yeah. yeah. Tarkovsky. Any of the Ajax team, yeah? yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. I'll Are do we going to sign a centre-half, though, Kevin? Oh God! There's no question at all. Do we need more than one? Yes. Yes. So we well, be interested. I mean, let's let's assume Mustafi is not going to be part of the picture next season. Yeah. Do, do you think we've uh, exercised the option over Monreal's extra year? I mean, I don't think I don't think we'd publicly announce it, but I imagine I think we have. I, I, I imagine they. they, they I, mean, I can't see any reason not to. I mean, do, 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 I mean, I, I mean, ideally, we'd get rid of Mavropanos, Mustafi. Monreal, Koscielny Hang on, hang on, hang on. Jake get Gibson, rid of Licksteiner. Well, they're all old, aren't they? Monreal. No, hang on, hang on. Oh, you've you, 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 you got to remember you, you need a squad. Yeah. Right. You need yeah. a squad. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with keeping a player. Look at Vincent Company. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How many games did he start for Man City yeah, this season? About five. Right. Yeah. Does he have a positive influence yeah, on the he's squad? Brilliant. Right. But can Do you we think afford to keep thirty-four-year-olds on the salary that they're on? Well, what is Koscielny on? What is Koscielny on? Oh, less than six figures. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I reckon Koscielny yeah. is probably on about eighty. Yeah. But you're going to you're going to give him a new contract at thirty-four? You don't need ah. to. He's got a year left on no, his he deal. Oh, yeah, he's got a year left. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Montreal, what are you going to do with him? Well, what would you say? We, we, we will give him another year. Yeah. Give him another year as well. You're not going to need him to play every game. No, so if well, we're not going to play every game, we need, we're going to need to sign four centre backs. Yeah. No, 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 I don't agree. You, Mustafi goes, all right? Yeah. Socrates stays. Yeah. Right. Holding so his back from injury. Koscielny, holding his back from injury. Yeah. Koscielny is not going to be playing every game, so you yeah. need a, another yeah. name there. Yeah. You have got the Chambers option. Yeah. So two centre back purchases yeah, if you would keep more chambers, than cover us. If you keep Chambers, then maybe two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But what about the fullbacks? Well, uh, it, well, you've got Monreal and Kolasinac as your options at left yeah. back. All right. Assuming you think Kolasinac is up to be in the yeah, first I like choice. Kolasinac. I wouldn't get rid of him. Defensively, wing, not wing completely back, yeah, wing, yeah. Yeah, wing, wing back, back yeah. not 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 to the But the thing is, we'll be generally will be playing. Well, uh, in an ideal five. world, you, you guys are saying he's a great wing back, but not a defensive. Forward. Yeah, this mm. is true. So that means we need a, another upgrade. How many upgrades can we afford? Well, this is also oh. the question. Does it depend on Baku? I yeah. suspect it may have something to really? do with it. Right back, we've got Bellerin. Hopefully, fit again. Yeah, you'll need. Another option, there. yeah. Assuming that Jenkinson goes, which he should, he's got yeah. Jenkinson and, and will be around, but he won't be played. No one's relying on Jenko, all right. I mean, the fact that Ligsteiner is picked ahead of him sort of tells you all you need to know. And you've got to replace <laughs> Ramsey, you need a winger. I mean, I mean, he can't do everything, you know. I make the nose, okay. I'm not saying he's a great fullback, but he's. I, I don't think he's as bad as some people make out. He do as a backup to Bellerin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I agree. Okay. Home is not so good away. Right, so uh, I'm going to mention Pradeep Kachala here. Given we play with two strikers, it seems like we need some backup. Who would you like to see? Given Welbeck is off, do we stick with Enketia? Do we buy another striker? Given our limited budget and need to strengthen in other areas. Do we convert the likes of Reese Nelson? I hope he comes back, Reese Nelson. I really do. What position is Nelson playing in Germany? Uh, he's one of the attacking three in a 4-2-3-1. Oh, 
on the right hand side. He said the same position that Gnabry is playing for Bayern Munich. Uh, right. Although having said that, Nagri actually plays, whereas <laughs> Nelson is getting splinters in his bottom. Right. <laughs> Nelson isn't being picked. So why is Nelson not being picked, David? He got an injury and then yeah. um, he had an attitude problem and got uh, punished and right. dropped for a week or two and um, never got back. Not really. So would, would we have him back given he's got an attitude problem? Well, he's, he's under contract and he's a yeah. player. Yeah. So there's not so much as a. So I think that's no he he's not done a Jordan Sancho in his one year, uh, and that's the other thing. I mean, Sancho did it at Borussia Dortmund at a top level, and um, Hoffenheim good, a lot better than uh, than Leipzig, where uh, Smith Rowe is, and he's only he played less than ninety minutes over the course of his appearance. He's been injured, Has he really? He's been injured ever since we sold him, hasn't he? No, he's, he's yeah. Well, no, no, he's played for them. He's Smith Rowe, yeah, he's been off the bench. He, he, has, he has been injured though for some of the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The point I was making is, I mean, he's been at Hoffenheim for the entire year, mm. um, and he's, yeah, he had a great like two or three games. But basically, do we need to buy another strike? We need oh, another yeah. strike. We definitely need another option. We've had, we've had to really. I mean, yeah. we've we've been working Lacazette and Aubameyang every game. Yeah. But I said even Ketier tries his hardest. Um, I wouldn't say he's not that well beat, but uh, well built. But I do think he's a mascot sometimes. Do you um, think we need uh, the Giroud type player, a plan B player? If only he was available on the free yeah. transfer this summer. <laughs> well, he would be. I know. He would be first I know. team, though, wouldn't he? Uh, he would be first team. forward. He wants first team football. Well, in all fairness, I mean, Lacazette scored with, with headers. Yeah. I don't think Aubameyang has. Oh, he had an open goal and Dick came off his shoulder against um, Burnley the weekend, didn't he? Right. right there, and you know, couldn't head what the about, ball. Come for sure. What about the miss at Burnley to get the goal? Oh, no, yeah, right. don't, don't, don't. Oh, oh my god, what a miss! We're, we're all celebrating because you get stop. such a crap view of that goal that was right in front of you. And yeah. I was right at the back. The Arsenal were celebrating for about five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, ah, oh, shit, we're going. Uh, you'll know that the Much great, to the Burnley fans' amusement, obviously. He won't be got a rare assist at Burnley, didn't he? He got two. Yeah. End of season. Oh, did he? It won't be. 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 It has he yet won? Was it the golden boot you said he'd win? I can't remember. Oh, many thanks for that. And actually, Nick Pettigrew I played the bet with, he sent in a question um, where after he scored the winner against Spurs, um, uh, Ballon d'Or. Ballon, Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Has uh, he won it yet, David? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> still <laughs> time. Still time, yeah. How old is the greatest striker of all time? Uh, 30. 31. Oh, yeah. Never quite made it. <laughs> no, exactly. I'll blame politics. I'll blame Brexit. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... you so thought he would. <laughs> oh, that header, he, that still one of the best sub-goals I ever saw when he came on uh, against Spurs. Remember he came on, we had a corner, came running on, yelling at Fabregas, yeah, on my head, yeah. on my head. It He's a, got like a 60-yard run up bullet header it was a moment you know very I, good I had about seven points of Sierra Nevada after that I said he's a great striker I'll bet you 50 quid point being you repeated your assertion that he would win the Ballon d'Or more than once yes. on this podcast yes I have and my god it's yeah. not looking good <laughs> that's all I'm saying right no. as you've mentioned just to conclude go on, on players, would go we on. have Smith Rowe back next summer Right, let me stop you and ask the question from... It's my Arsenal opinion on Twitter, at Arsenal Dvibrisci. I've never been able to say that. With an apparently limited budget, does the panel think we'll get to see youngsters properly promoted to the first-team squad next season, including Willock, Smith-Rowe, Nelson, Sheaf or Plezeguelo, 
Neketia and John Jules or Balogun. So basically, I will summarise that. Who do you think we're going to see more of next season? Well, I'd get Smith Rowe back, certainly. Um, obviously, Nelson, I'd get back. That Plegasuelo, the centre back, Plegasuelo, yeah, the Spanish centre back. Whenever yeah. he's played, he's never let anyone down. But Emery doesn't seem to rate him he's, <laughs> because he can't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> he's captain of the reserves, isn't he? If that suggests he's going. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to sell the staff, he, you, 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 you know, you, you can't sign six centre halves, so you might have to promote one of them. Hmm. He's a good promotion. Zach Medley is pretty decent as well. I think. I think given given the, the run we've had this the last. I don't know, a couple of months. Like if they were going to make it, we'd have seen more of them. Right. Willock, I can see him staying and seeing more of him. He's obviously been getting run out. And Ketia, regardless of whether you think he's a mascot or not, um, I think I can see him sticking around yeah. and being a, the, the maybe the third or fourth striker. And Ketia's um, goal record is phenomenal. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Um, but but I think I think we do need to start looking elsewhere you know we can't be, we can't be getting all excited when, when they talk about assigning the lead or something mm. like that it's not going to happen we need no. we need to be looking probably challenged my, my, point, my, my point this summer is though, that we've got a limited budget whether it's 70 million 100 million whatever we can't sign players for every everywhere where we're weak there's going to be some areas where we're going to have to promote mm-hmm. so I would say promote those kids no. definitely okay. yeah um, I mean there is the story that Edu, our former player, will be arriving after mm-hmm. the Copper America, which finishes on something like July the seventh, as the director of football. Who is? I mean, presumably we have a scouting network, even if we don't have someone in What's charge. His name? Of it. Kajigayo or something? Isn't it? Oh, is that the guy now K- running Kajigayo? it? Kajigayo. Is he, Kajigayo. Is he yeah. now the head honcho? At the moment, yeah. He is. Yeah. Right, okay. So yeah. basically, the club. Are you confident the club have identified targets and are doing a competent job? God, that's well, that's Sam Yuki's job, isn't it? Well, is it? Well, it, well, in terms of running the football side of the business, I think um, that's the negotiation. I don't think he's the one that's identifying. Uh, not, not as a challenging uh, counter question or anything, but so the, what's the director of football going to do? Um, is that taking on that role from Sam Yuki? I think, that, I think that's just a negotiation of contracts and okay. wages, isn't it? That, that would be my answer. No, that's just it. I, I, I'm not too sure. I mean, I mean let's face it, we, we banked on that Monchi, hadn't we, at the 11th yes. hour? We had. Uh, 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 for Sevilla, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, it went back to Sevilla. So what does Sanyayi do then if this the guy's going to do all the football work? Well, Gazidis did the work of two people, essentially. Ran us as a, as a, as a business and ran yeah. us as a football club. Uh, yeah. And I'm, think, I'm getting the impression that it's... Um, so yeah, he's taking on the running this as a football club part, and then the business commercial part is done by VV. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the running of the football club part, I mean, what does that involve? Well, I mean, I read. I, I going back to the, the scouting point. I read something in one of the papers um, that one of the things that everyone wants to do is rip, rip, you know, rip up and start again in terms of our scouts because people like Steve Rowley. Uh, Grimaldi's now director of football hang, at Lille. Hang on, they've gone, haven't they? No, no. Oh, I, I, well, I read that he wanted to rip up and start again, getting a brand new scouting. So, network. is Grimaldi still on the payroll? No, no, he's um, director of football at Lille or Lens or. Okay. And or, Steve Rowley is. Steve Rowley is. Rowley still is. No, no, I don't think he I'm is. I'm pretty sure he kept him on as a consultant. Really? Yeah. Can you sure it's not gardening league? No, Rowley is yeah. still probably probably three you know. scout. Hmm. Not a head of scout in a, like he used to be, but he is a. He is still on the payroll as a consultant. The problem with Emery is 
the first team coach. Yeah. He can't dictate the scouting network because scouting network is something that's more permanent than his position. So the the scouting network, in all fairness, is dictated by someone like Sanley, who one would hope identifies the best guys, doesn't fall out with them, which is obviously what's happened with Can you believe that this Mr. Hussain? Yeah. Well, they fell out with him over... Well, I, I have heard he wasn't the easiest person to work with. Right. Additionally, he was effectively promised a promotion to the role that Edu is presumably going to fill. And once Gazidis left, that was withdrawn. What makes them think that Edu is going to be a great... Football. He's been the coordinator of the Brazilian national yeah. team for about three, he four years. He works for Corinthians. But, but how many, how many agents has he had to ring up and say, how much do you want for your player? Well, the, how the, much is your player going to Is he for national team, into that, you're that just South dealing with Brazilians, Is football now about who you know? Yes. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, off, he's always been that way. Yeah. The, probably more so now than ever before. But yeah. yeah. But Edu, because he's never worked for a club before. No, he has Corinthians. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I've still, I've still got reservations about Erdil coming in because he's coming from a country and not a club. But the thing is, you have to wonder how many people are available because Manchester United have been looking for one since the start of last season. The red-hot favourite this week was either Rio Ferdinand or Darren Fletcher. And with all due respect <laughs> to the two of them, I don't know what, what business or negotiating skills they've got. You know, oh, well, we should just be grateful we haven't got Woodward. Uh, right. Could be worse. Uh, uh. Well, yeah, if, we, we, if, we if we've had, got no one doing our job that's better than Woodward no we did his name is Ivan um, right we're getting towards the end so I've got to, got to do two last listeners questions I mean I've, I've mentioned this we're not going to answer it but he's your pal so Nick Pettigrew has asked what would a realistic successful transfer window look like I think that's very difficult to answer without <laughs> knowing A do we win the Europa League and have more money and I mean, you know, it it's just changing the whole damn team, isn't yeah, it? Really, it probably means getting rid of Zaka, right? Uh, getting James Madison in and getting Lewis Duncan at the back, right? For okay. me, anyway, and Mustafi going as well. And Mustafi yeah. staying. Mustafi staying. I like Mustafi. Good God, Almighty! I like Mustafi. <laughs> right. right. Uh, uh, I'm going to squeeze. The, I've got two more. Simon Albert. What makes a better team? Winning the Premier League or the Champions League? Premier League. Premier League, yeah. Consistency. What's the question, Ken? What <laughs> makes the better team? Winning in the Premier League or the Champions League? God. What, what's, I don't really understand that. the question. You've got to really, Basically, I mean, which... Uh, let's say, are Liverpool or Spurs, yeah. whoever wins the Champions League, a better yeah. team than Manchester City? No. no right you've answered the question because Man City were phenomenal this year mm. absolutely phenomenal yeah. and they, they beat all those you've got to admit teams, Liverpool yeah. lost one game yeah and still didn't win the title and still I yeah. don't feel sorry for <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> and thank God they did otherwise we wouldn't have kept our invincibles record the bar the bar thank is God for that night very high at the moment right this is a classic and I know the answer to this but we're going to answer it anyway Steve Pye regular Guna contributor I hate questions like this but if you had to take both North London clubs winning their European finals or neither what would it be sadly there isn't a pleasant third option in my messed up head well obviously he's not seeing Arsenal winning and Spurs losing but that is a possibility but 
We've got to have the devil or the deep blue sea. Guys. So he had to make a deal with the devil and accept a defeat in the Europa League final in exchange for Spurs losing the Champions League final. Yes. I'd snatch your hand off. Right, David? I can live with not winning Europa League. Right, Steve? I can't. Right. AFTV were answering this question, asking this question after the Burnley game. And every contributor to AFTV, all the usual suspects, all said they would lose-lose. Mm-hmm. Not me. I support Arsenal, and I've done it for 50-odd years, to see Arsenal win trophies. I do not give a flying fuck what Tottenham do. Now, you're asking me to see Arsenal lose a trophy so that they can lose one? Well, fuck off. Because I want Arsenal to win every trophy they're in for. So, for me, it's Arsenal win the European League and I do not give a fuck what Tottenham do. Thanks, Steve Ashford, the man who just said he likes and wants to keep Scott Round Mustafi. Yeah. <laughs> right. no, I've, I've just spotted one late uh, contribution on Twitter from Russ Morgan. With our total collapse in the league in April, can finishing fifth be considered a success? I mean, no, it is. Yes. no, it's not a success. It's not a success. If you went back to the start of the season and said what was yeah. realistic for this year, and if you'd have said fifth and the Europa League final, I think yeah. we'd have all gone. Snatch him up. Yeah, yeah but we were back to the that. middle of April when we were third. But, but, but that's not, that's not a season. That, that's judging us on the last yeah. t- t- yeah. six weeks or whatever. Go back to the start of the season and say, we know this is going to be a difficult season, this is a transition season, whatever, however you want to paint it. Yeah. If, we, if we, you'd have told me with two games to go, we'd still have a chance of finishing third. And we're in the Europa League final. I'd have gone. I'd be more than happy with that. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been happy with finishing fifth. Well, you see, there's a chance of the Europa League final leading to the same consequences yeah. as the top four. All place. we had to do was beat Brighton at home and Palace at home. Yeah, and we would have finished third. But, and we failed. But but you know, well, the other thing they, is, they, they Tottenham can turn around and go. All we had to do was beat West Ham. At yeah, home. yeah. But, you know, they, yeah. they're they're issuing their butts. I'll give you the turning point, now. Steve. Ramsey's injury. No. It was injury time at Wembley. Yep. Yeah. If he just scored oh, that penalty. Yeah. Spurs one less point. Two more for us. Two. I think we'd have we'd been fourth. We'd, we'd been yeah. We might have been third. If he just scored so, that penalty. The £40 million pound penalty. And, 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 you know, you can go back further. You can go back to the game at Stamford Bridge early in the season where we actually yeah. played oh, yeah. pretty well. Which probably should have been yeah. and lost. Should have had four you know, set goal. Yeah, that, you know, so... In the first half, that's so. why you, you know, I'll, I'll, you, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you one, another one. Then. One thing we haven't yeah. mentioned today, which is just relevant for this moment, yeah, is it's 30 years since Anfield 89. Yeah, and Anfield 89, every single goal in every single game counted yeah. for something yeah. at the end. Yeah. That's yeah. why you never, yeah. yeah. Now, very quickly, because I know we're, we're closing down, Ken. Yeah. All we had to do was beat Brighton, right? And we would have been fourth. Yeah. All we had to do was beat Brighton at home, we would have been fourth, yeah. regardless of what Tottenham did against Everton. Who gave the penalty away? Fucking Zaka. Yeah. Now, if you give me an option to sell Zaka or Mustafi in the summer, I'll take Zaka all day long. Right. I wouldn't. I'll take the other one. Yeah. Zaka, what have we done in the three years that he's been with us? Uh, well, we won the FA Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah. yeah. The away record's been rubbish uh, ever since he's joined. Well, anyway. We're here all right. <laughs> I've got a wrap-up. So, um, the good news, for those unaware, is that the campaign to secure 1,000 advanced subscribers by the end of 23rd March proved successful, helped by the late offer to pay for 50 subscriptions from our partners at fansbet.com. 
So the Guna will be around for another season. And if you haven't subscribed yet, there is no deadline now. For those travelling to Baku, you can buy the current issue from our ever-faithful seller Alex, who will be out there peddling Gunas and other fanzines. And of course, it can also be bought online through our onlineguna.com website store, which is also uh, where you can find details of how to subscribe next season. As a reminder you that you can contact us regarding anything to do with the podcast via Twitter at Guna Podcast and email gunapodcast at gmail.com. Many thanks to the questions and topics submitted for today. I think I've got everybody in. And um, with that, it is goodbye from Mike. Goodbye, farewell, it's a good summer. David. Goodbye all, speak to you in the autumn. And Steve. Goodbye all and good luck to all Gooners in Baku. We will be back next season. Until then, this is your host, Kevin Witcher, saying I hope you all enjoy the evening of Wednesday the 29th of May. And goodbye and thank you for listening. La-di-da-di-da, la-di-da-di-dee, all good friends and jolly good company. Way.